This morning, I want to share a little bit on pursuing our purpose. Pursuing our purpose. You would turn with me to this will be actually in the Amplified, so we'll have it on the overhead. Ephesians chapter two, verse ten in the Amplified. This scripture to me really sums up a lot. Not everything, but a lot on what God has already provided, what knowledge He's already provided. In a good place to start with, of getting an understanding of what He has for us. Amen? Verse 10, for we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship. Recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined. Let's, let's think on that just for a moment, okay? Predestined. He has planned beforehand. Before we was even born. Before we was even born. When the devil comes, say, you don't have no purpose. You're a liar. I have a purpose because... God has already planned it before I even was thought of in my parents' eyes or in their mind. I was in you. Amen? He's already purposed. He's already planned what He has in store for you, for me. Amen? Hallelujah. You are unique. You are unique. Amen. The purpose that He has for each and every one of us. The purpose He has for Sister Kim is for Sister Kim. Amen. Even though the devil tries to say, oh, you don't, you have a purpose. Let me get a little bit, let me get a little deeper. In this body, in this church, I have learned or come to realize probably a year ago, church when we attend church, it becomes life. It becomes life. It's like when you go home every night after you go to you come home from work or wherever you you go home. That is your life. When we receive a position that God has ministered to our pastor, when he says, will you oversee this? Will you do this? 
It don't matter if it's praise and worship or you're cleaning the church. Okay. Your, that position is just as important as being a pastor. That position, that purpose is just as important as pastor standing up behind this pulpit. Reason why? Because it's obedience to God. It's obedience to God. Amen? God has a specific purpose for each and every one of us. In the church, in the home, at our job, wherever we go. If we go traveling, He's got a purpose. We not, may not realize what that purpose is until we start going. Oh, wait a minute. We walk by faith and not by sight. When we start stepping out and say, I like what Brother Kenneth Copeland says. I'm yours to command. I'm yours to command. And you know what? When you say that, you say, leave me, guide me. Wherever. I'm not going to say you're going to go where you're going to like where you go. But as you, we trust in Him, I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to go and I'm going to be able to minister even in a store. And it, over the controversy of one store. Here I believe what the Lord ministered to me. And on decisions on going to any store is between us and God. Amen. But what we've got to do is we've got to make sure that we do not put a roadblock, do not put a limit by saying we won't go in there. Not saying we will. I'm not saying we will. I had to apologize to it got work because I responded in a way and I, and I had to apologize to him because how I responded to him concerning the situation, what's being said about a certain store. Anyway, we felt like he, he was ministering to me that we cannot, you cannot put a limit on where you go. Because when you go, Spirit of the Lord might say, go in there. Go in there. There may be someone in that, in that store, maybe somewhere in the mall, maybe somewhere, anywhere, that He is going to minister, minister through you to them. Amen? I'm not saying permission is not to. I'm just saying He ministered to me basically to watch what I tell people that I'm not or I am going into. Because in return, I'm telling the Holy Spirit I'm not going in there. I'm limiting Him what I'm going to do. He goes back to I'm yours to command. That means I'm telling Him 
I'm yours to command, but I'm not going in there. Amen? He predestined, God predestined, planned beforehand for us taking paths which He prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. He prearranged and made ready for us to live. We all have a purpose in life. The important thing is, is to find out what that purpose is if we're not sure of. If you're not sure of, if I'm not sure of what I'm supposed to do, we are to go to Him and say, what do you have? What, what, what do you have for me to do? I remember walking through Sears store and just thinking, what do you have for me to do? It was funny. Ministry. I knew. You know how you ver- just kind of confirm sometimes, like, what do you have for me to do? And he said, ministry. Okay. It's kind of fun. I kind of giggle, you know. But sometimes we ask him something we already know. We do. I mean, hallelujah. As a child of God, he has given us a specific purpose. What he has for us to do. And to know what the purpose is, in which direction to go, we need to do as the words, Word of God says in Matthew 6.33. If you would turn with me to Matthew 6.33. And as you're turning, to purpose is to follow and try to catch a, or capture someone or something for usually a long distance of time. When it comes to ministry, that's a long, that's, that's life. Amen? I consider that until Jesus returns. To try to get or to do something over a period of time, to be involved, to be involved in an activity. Oh, my lands. Tell you what, ministry is activity. Ministry is active. Amen? Especially if he says, go over here. There might be some action. It may not. It just depends on what the Holy Spirit says. Amen? To find or employ measures to obtain or accomplish. To find or employ measures to attain and to accomplish. The Holy Spirit will minister to us. What He has for us to do. See, the Holy Spirit does not say anything that He has not heard the Father say. Just like Jesus did. I only say what I hear my Father say. I only do what I see my Father do. Amen? Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, all these things is referring to uh, Matthew uh, 6, uh, 28-33. As I was reading it one time, I uh, the Lord had me read that thing and say, go back up to 28. Because, you know, when you say all these things, you get curious what He, he showed me. And when you get a chance to, to uh, go back to verse 28 and read down. But the Amplified says, But seek, aim at, and strive after. 
when we get a word from God, when we get a word from God, what He has for us to do, His purpose for us is to purpose, to pursue, to aim for it. To aim at. He gives us something to strive for. He knows exactly what He has in store for us. Amen? He knows exactly. And when we get receive that Word, I'm not saying you're just going to jump right on it and go and do it. You say, Father, revealed, I need revelation. Just re- Sometimes we're like, because some things that He has us to do, it's like, but what we do is, okay. You, you, you've ministered this to me. I just take time as you as you just ministered more to me, whatever you have. Because sometimes, a lot of times, our mind, we receive it, our mind gets to go working on it, and our mind needs to stay out of it. Amen? That's when we think, oh, that's, that's, that's going to cost a lot of money. It's going to cost a lot of money. That's, gonna, that's big. They're like, uh-uh. Okay, Holy Spirit. If you told me this, I gotta depend upon you. I cast that care that I just allowed on you and say, whatever you say, you're the provider. Amen. To seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. When we strive to, of His way and doing right, that means He is not going to have us do anything out of the will of God. It's going to be according to His righteousness. What is right? What is right? And according to His Word. And these, and then all these things taken together will be given you besides. See, a lot of people have a problem, people in the world, even the church today, the majority, just in church, they are concerned about what is already supplied to them. They, they're concerned about, what am I going to eat? What, how am I going to be clothed? No, no, no. Uh-uh. Our source is Him. Our source is Him. What the devil tries to do is he tries to sneak in there and try, oh, what? how are you going to do this? How are you going to do that? But you know what? That's none of my concern. That is none of my concern. Why? If God has called me to do something, He has already, already provided. I have to take my faith, work my faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If my faith has weakened, i got to build my faith up, get in the Word and start speaking it. Just, you know, and there's times that we have to tell ourselves, believe. We have to tell ourselves, believe. Because if I'm ha- you say, I'm having a hard time believing this. 
I believe. I believe. The devil says, what are you believing? I believe. Whatever the Word of God says, I believe. I mean, I read one book, uh, um, I believe the author is Mel Torres. He said, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I don't understand all the Bible, but I believe it. Whatever it says, I believe it. Amen? I believe it. Because we individually, as individual in people, we ourselves have to make the determination. We have to purpose to believe what that Word says. If I don't have an understanding, I have the purpose to find out what it says. And ask the Holy Spirit, okay, Holy Spirit, I need a revelation on this. I need a revelation on this. Because your Word says this. I'm having a hard time with this. You're my teacher. We have the right to call upon the Holy Spirit anytime. You wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, we have the right to call upon Him and say, Holy Spirit, this dream I had, I don't believe it. Help me with it. Because you know how real dreams can get. If you have a dream that scares you, seek God. Seek, I encourage you to seek God. Because like sometimes I wake up and I rebuke Him. Seriously, you got to. Because what it is, is one time, years ago, when we lived in Goodman, I had a dream of a snake. I can't tell you what, whatever snake. It was in our yard. And how it was maneuvering. It was going over here, over there. How it was maneuvering, it ended up going over to our neighbor's yard. And I was like, why did I have this dream? Why, why, why did I? Later on, I think I was mowing or something. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit says, it was a distraction. It was a distraction. Because when you're going along, let's say you're going out in the woods, you're enjoying the woods, it's a nice day, and all of a sudden you see something move. No matter what it is. You look at it, that has distracted you from which, which way you're going, the path you're walking. You may allot yourself so much time to get there, but when you see that, you're like, what is that? So you back up or you look, that's the distraction. That's what we got to be cautious with, with what God has in store for us, is the distractions, what He purposes. Because them distractions can delay us. Then our purpose is keep our eyes on Him. Amen? Keep our focus on Him. We need to go before Him to, to, to get an understanding get to, or to find out what He has in store for us. Because when, when you go, let's say you go to buy a house, you go to buy a car, you, go, you do something in your personal life, whatever it is, and you really, you get you get these uh, person says this, you get this person says that. 
but you're not sure which way to go, that brings in confusion. And we say, okay, Holy Spirit. Now this is for all, for everyone to work, for, for daily life to work with, work on. Because Holy Spirit's here for us every day. Holy Spirit, what do we need to do? I'll be honest with you. There's been times I've I've responded out of just whatever, or if that's what all we can get. Well, that wasn't all we could get. Amen. Just just a small example of a small thing. You know, you buying a house that is small to God. That is small to God. It may seem big to us, but it's small to God. We make a lot of things big when it's supposed to be. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We need to go before Him with thanksgiving and praise, seeking Him is seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right, to know what He has for us to do. Here's another thing: being patient. Being patient and listening for His voice, for He will speak to us. One example. Earlier this year, I was praying about a different job. I was praying about, you know. And I was searching, you know, looking at different areas. And I was praying, I felt like He said, be patient. Be patient. I've got washing store. Be patient. So what did I do? I stopped searching. Because He knows. He knows what He has for us. Amen? He knows what He has for us in this body, in this church. He knows what He has for us in our house, on our job. He knows. Amen? If you would, turn me to, to uh, Jeremiah 33.3, please. Jeremiah 33.3. His purpose for us is healing. His purpose for us is prosperity. His purpose for us is is to be blessed, to be a blessing. And one thing to remember too is that when we are blessed, We are to give God praise for that. Amen? And we do. Just a reminder. That when we receive something nice, or what we've been believing for, there's going to be an opportunity for people to say, boy, you got lucky. 
How'd you get that? Giving him glory, say, God bless me with it. God bless me with it. It may be that dream job, that job that he ministered to you, and you just say, Thank you, Lord, for it. I praise you, Father, for it. He may move you here to above this person. They may get upset. But you know what? When we're obedient to God, we have His favor. His blessing surpasses time. His favor surpasses it. You say, well, it's going to take six months, and then next month, boom. You might be an executive. You might be a president. Amen? You have exactly what you've been believing for. That's purpose. We've got to have our purpose. And I believe He gives us that purpose. We may think, eh, it's my idea. No. Uh, if it blesses you and it blesses others, that's a purpose from Him. Not from us. Even though we get the idea, but guess what? Our ideas come from Him. His ideas come, Our ideas come from Him. You know, the minister talking about, you know, I believe um, some ones we've had here talking about uh, Ouija invent, or inventions. Ouija inventions. That ain't from us. That's from God. We're, getting, we're receiving exactly the blueprint that has never been seen before. You see, you see, you buy a diagram, you buy, you buy an appliance, and you open it up, and you see this diagram. That may have came from engineers, but that diagram was given to them by God. This diagram, this word, was given to us by God. We apply that, we apply that diagram, we apply that instructions, and we will reap. Exactly the way it says in it, we will see the results exactly the way God said it was going to happen. We apply this daily. We apply this before we go to bed. Any time He says, read this. You apply it. And what He has purposed for us, what He has purposed for someone else, is going to take place exactly the way He said it. Because He works through us. Greater works shall we do. Amen? And that can be on a piece of paper, a diagram. Do that exactly like people. You know, I work with prints daily. And I call what I consider a perfect print, exactly the way they want it. I call it, and they're a perfect world out here in reality. Because you work with metal, you work with whatever it is, and you're going to only get what the machine or the product gives you. You can get close to it. But with God, ooh, with God, 
when you purpose to apply His Word with healing, with prosperity, or prosper, healing for prosperity. Now, let me just say, like, prosperity, anything, healing, finances, whatever it is, you will get exactly what His Word says. Whether you get a little or you get a lot. It depends on how we apply it. Depends on how we apply it. Like sowing a seed. We pray about it. Say, what would you have, what would you have me to give? What would you have me to give? And he says this amount. Then all of a sudden, you feel them bump, then sweat bubbles come up. And you're getting nervous. Trust me, I've experienced this. I'm sure a lot of you have too. You're thinking, oh Lord. Fear comes in. First come in. No, I'm not. If He says to do this, I do it. You know why? Because He is first going to pursue through you that purpose He has. But we've got to do it His way so He can get the glory. Amen? Hallelujah. Jeremiah 33.3 says, Call unto Me, and I will answer thee, and shew thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Shew thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. That's where we, we talk, was talking about when you receive something and you're thinking, oh my, oh my, how am I? That's when we say, no, it's not me, it's Him. Amen? Because we can interfere with what He has in store because of our stinking thinking. And I'll say, our stinking thinking. Because we try to reason with it. How am I going to do this? What can I do with my finances? I've done it. There's some things I'm uh, we're believing for. Finance, you know about I, I know I know one of the things that I know is that we're just believing him for it. Say because many years, many years, you know. I believe he's ministered to do something, and I'm thinking, how, okay, I've got to do this to make it. I've stepped in the way of doing it. I've stepped in the way of doing it to where it's actually called a delay to do it. But when he's got a purpose for us, which he does, and he says, do this, and it costs you $1,000 to do this. Okay, Lord, you're my provider. I will do it, but I gotta rely on you, because I myself can only do it through you. I'm not gonna say I can't do it. I can only do it through you, because you have purposed for me to do this. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and shew thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. This is taking place now. As we call up unto Him, He will reveal to us what He has for us to do. 
when we hear His command and ask, and ask the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us, we, we can then pursue our purpose. We can pursue it. He can tell you, go to this Scripture. You write it down. You get a hold of it. You go to this Scripture. That plan is being laid out. It's being produced, amen, in the natural. When we pursue, get a hold of our purpose and apply the Word of God, we can accomplish what God has planned, purpose for us to do. When He tells us, what he has for us to do, it might, again, it might seem bit too big. Cost a lot of money. Fear might try to come in, but we must refuse the fear. We must refuse the fear, because fear is what's going to stop. When fear comes in, faith goes out. When fear comes in, faith comes out. But when you increase your faith, Faith comes in, fear goes out. And man, you, you know, when you're reading the Word, and all of a sudden, you just, you get to energize. You get to energy and you say, okay, which way do I go? <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, drinking one of those energy drinks. You're like, you might be walking around the house going like this, like, okay. Who can relate to that? Amen? That's how it works. You can, we can have that every day. Every day. Just up to us to get a hold of it, right? Amen? Hallelujah. Refuse the fear. We can do anything and everything. We can do anything and everything God has for us to do. Whether it's transportation... Whether it's walking the streets and praying, whatever it is, we can do it. If you would turn with me to Philippians 4.13, please. Philippians 4.13. If pastor talks to you and says, this is what we're looking at. Would you be able to do this? First of all, what He is talking to us about, God has already ministered to Him about. What He's doing is, He's taking that purpose that God has given to Him. Because there's times that whenever... The Holy Spirit ministers us what that pur- a purpose, and He may come to us, and it's like, boom, exactly. Amen? You know, you're supposed to be doing something in the church, let's say, you know, you're, you're pursuing, and, or you may be doing something, and there's something else that the Holy Spirit's been ministering to you, and you say, uh, Pastor, I, I believe this is something that the Holy Spirit has ministered to me. Then you come together, and you agree, and you pray about it, it's something that no one else is doing. He might say, do it. But if he says, you know, if something someone else is doing, you say, well, get with them and talk to them and get, get it organized. Get it straightened out to where, you know, you can do it. But we, 
are to be focused on what God has for us. Amen? We are to be focused on what God has for us in the church, on our job. And how many can say, honestly, there's sometimes it's hard to stay focused on the job when the job you're doing is not what you're wanting to do at that point in time. Been there, done that, and that's it. We, there are times, I I truly believe there's times that He allows us to do things that we we desire to do. But the thing about it is, sometimes the desires that we think is our own, again, it comes from Him. It may be a career. You may be, you know, when a uh, child gets out of school, teenager gets out of school, and they say, I want to go be a police officer, they want to go be a doctor, they want to be a lawyer, but, you know, whatever it is. There are times that in 15 years, 20 years, that person may not be doing the same thing. Sometimes we're allowed to do something. Maybe even just to get that experience. So you can use that experience over here where God has for you in store. It may not take you 15 years to do it. Or whatever. But when we feel that God is moving us a different direction, there's a reason why. Sometimes our heart is not in that area like it used to be. And I've experienced that. I've experienced that. And I've made decisions to go on from a career that I had part-time. Because when your heart ain't into something, it's hard to do it. It's extremely hard to do it. Because you're just there. There's been times when I was patrolling. There was times that I, honestly, I was hoping I didn't get a call because I didn't want to have to deal with it. That's me. Per- I'm getting down to the personal level of ex- expression of how. But as I you know, prayed about it, and I felt like just there was an opportunity to go over here. Do I miss at times? But I wanted to do what God had for me to do. I believe I was allowed those years. And i tell you what, I still use that experience. God uses that experience even in the church. Wherever I'm at. And I thank God for that experience. But when God says, season's over, I got this for you to do, then the season's over, you got something for us to do. That's where I'm yours to command, Lord, whatever you say. Don't ever think that the years that you've done something or doing something is for 
any waste of God's of God's plan. Because there's one time I came in contact with a lady, a lady. And as I came up to her window, she's talking and she says, you're born again, aren't you? Or I believe that's what she said, yeah. She knew. She knew. And I believe God, God uses certain things just to sometimes get your attention to say, wake up. Think about it. They notice. They notice. And what you did maybe for 10 years wasn't unrecognized. wasn't for a waste of God's time. Because I tell you, if we go to waste God's time, He will tell us, don't do this. Amen? Don't do this. This is not what I have for you. Sometimes He gets... He gets pretty strict. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. The Amplified says, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. Who empowers me. So I know when I do something, He is empowering me to do it. If you've been trained for any certain thing or you are on it, God opens the door for you to do it and you're thinking, how am I going to do it? He has empowered you and He's continued to empower you to do what He you're the open doors for. He's empowered you to run that store, you and Sister uh, Diane. He's empowered you. He's empowered you, Sister Sinisa, to to work with people in the medical field, whatever whatever he has in store. He's empowered us. He's empowered us. Who empowers me, I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength, who infuses inner strength. Our strength comes from Him. Into me, I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am self-sufficient in His sufficiency because His sufficiency is in me. Ever since I received Jesus as Lord and Savior, His sufficiency came in me. And as I use it, I depend on His sufficiency, not my own. Because when I depend on my own, I'm worn out. Because I'm trying to figure out how am I going to do it. No. I have to depend on His sufficiency. His empowerment. Amen? See, that's, I think, a lot in the body of Christ. I'm not saying... In the body of Christ, they receive something and they think they've got to figure it out on their own. If God has called you to do something which He has, He has already planned for it. He's already given, He already has the instructions to do it. He has already the power to do it because He is the power. All we got to do, all we got to do is. Take self and move him out of the way and say, Here I am. 
Show me. Show me. Because sometimes you can get mad at yourself and you say, show me. I repent. Show me. And what we do is just stop and say, here I am. Because sometimes, I believe it was Brother Jack last week. It's not being rude, but sometimes we've got to shut up and just say, talk to me. Why? Because our mouth gets going. And I believe God is, when, you, when you're done, He's like, are you finished? God has a sense of humor, but He's strict with it. Are you finished? Yes. He purposes for us. He purposes for us. We rely on Him. We're supposed to. And when we rely on Him and know and admit that what He has for us to do, I cannot do it by myself. I cannot do this by myself. I give you the praise. I give you thanksgiving. I give you the glory. Hallelujah. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Before we can pursue or our purpose, the plan that the plan that God has given us, given to us, we must abide in Jesus and bear much fruit. We must continuously abide in Him. We must continuously, because the fruit of our purpose, of His purpose for us, we bear the fruit. That is, that's why He continues, that ye bear much fruit. Ye bear love. Ye bear joy. Ye bear peace. If you don't feel that you're in peace, Holy Spirit, I receive peace. Because I want my, the fruit that's coming out of me, my fruit to bear. I want it to show. I want it to express. That way when they see me, they can see there's something different about Him. There's something different about Him. What affects others so they respond with a hateful attitude or whatever? What He's different. You know what? We sometimes have to be different. Okay. We have to be different sometimes from other Christians. Hmm. We have, sometimes we have to be different from other Christians. Because when we're different, I'm not saying we can't talk and we can't minister to them, but when we see how they act, unfortunately, we pray for them. Don't get me wrong. We pray for them. Say, Father, I just pray for them. I just pray for them just that they will be open to receive from you. That they be open to receive from you. And understand that
We know there's a lot of trash out there in the world today. A lot of people believe that stuff. Unfortunately, a lot of Christians believe that stuff. But we pray that revelation will be given to them that someone will minister to. You know what? We need ministering angels ministering to us. Because sometimes when we get out of of line, we're walking around, all of a sudden we get out of line, we look over here, hey, I I like that. Well, guess what? We have become a target for the devil just to come in and start lying to us. And you know what? He does. Once he gets you off that path, once he gets me off that path, then he can go to work. And when he goes to work, guess what? Sometimes we begin to talk like the world's talks. Because you can hear, when, when, you, when you pay attention to someone, you can hear what comes out of their mouth ain't faith. There's times you can hear doubt. You can t- times you can hear fear. But it's not something to say, Sister Ken, you need to chill out. No, you say, I'll be praying for you. Or just say, Holy Spirit, minister to her. She's dealing, she, I know she's dealing with Because the Holy Spirit will tell you, even, even show the expression saying, she's dealing with something. It may not be a, ma- a big major thing. It may be someone, something that someone said to her. Something that she's seen on TV that the Holy Spirit's dealing with her about praying for. There's something that she's dealing with. Instead of being in a hurry to criticize, we say, Holy Spirit, I just pray to minister to her. Minister to whoever. Because it's easy to say, you know, they act, someone Christian acted a different way. Well, you know what, how she acted. Ooh, I just stepped out of line. And the Holy Spirit for lack of better words, will nail you for it. When you go to the different levels, we all go to different levels. When we get to that area of revelation, it's like it's harder. When he, he, he gives it, you know better. And he has a right to tell you that. Stop. Then you go back and say, Christian, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I was wrong and I repent. Forgive me. That shows her that I or whoever does it, that they're, they're big enough, spiritual, you know, that they come to apologize. They realize that I goofed. I've sinned. Or whatever. And you apologize. The apologies are sometimes are hard. Especially when we make a scene I apologize. I apologize. I was wrong. And I've done that a few times at work. Because I would respond and I went back, I apologize. I, you know. And they, they understood. They understood, but they don't get, that didn't give me the right to respond like I did. Because the Holy Spirit dealt with me. And when the Holy Spirit deals with me, that is a purpose that we got to take care of. Purpose means a lot of things. When we fall, we have a purpose. We've got to have a purpose to take care of that, repent, and go on. Amen? And don't be held back.
you get, go with me to John fifteen four. John chapter fifteen, verse four. I ministered on this uh, chapter chapter before that love is a to me a main one of the main ingredients. When you read the fruit of the spirit, you see love pops out. Love, and you know what? There's sometimes we have a pro- we have a problem with loving people. Amen. It, it, do they do something to you? Or do they do something that you don't like? And man, you get mad? Well, guess what? Oh, gotta love them. Because if you don't love them, if we don't love them, we're not bearing fruit. Ouch. Step on my own feet, okay? Verse 8. Verse 4, correction. Abide in me, Jesus said, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, understanding, without him we can do nothing. We can't do it. But with Him, we can do all things. Verse 8. Herein is my Father glorified. This is a goal to glorify God. The purpose to glorify God. That ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. See, as we bear fruit, people will know that we are different. People will know that we're a disciple of Christ. They know it. That's what God wants. He wants people to know that you're different. He wants to know. He wants you to be standing out in a crowd because people may be raised in hell. Raised in hell. And you're just over there peaceful. There's something different about that person. About all these people, there's something different because we are bearing fruit. We are peaceful. We are showing love. You, you may, you know, love is being at peace. Love is having joy. You just have a smile. There's times you don't want to smile. You have a smile. Some people say, you got a fake smile. I am smiling by faith. I'm making provision. I'm making a purpose to, smi- to smile. It's not a fake. Remember, naturally it looks like a fake, but spiritually, this is what you can look at. It affects the spirit man. It expects you glorify God. You just smile. Someone t- calls you a name. Would you like to go take care of the business? Are you supposed to? What happened to Jesus? He was spit upon, whipped, just stood there. 
But let me tell you, let me, what's powerful? What is powerful? He was found, he was, he, he, they knew him. They didn't know him, but they knew there was something different about him. But when he says, I am, I am, they ask him, are you, I am, we serve the I am. That's a different message, but that we serve the I am. Our purpose is from the I am. Amen? The only one that makes a difference. The only one that can guide us and direct us in the way we can go. Amen? Real quick, I've got to hurry. Here it is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, so shall, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. This is a daily, daily work. This is a daily work. You, this is not just an eight hour. This is a daily work. Because sometimes the devil tries to catch you off guard and our response is what's going to affect that person's life. If we respond with a smile, not what they're expecting, once again, when we respond with a smile or respond saying, Holy Spirit says, just tell them I love them. That's not what they're expecting. They're wanting you to get mad. They wanted Jesus to get mad. They wanted, they wanted to find everything they could to crucify Him in their own law. Amen? And they will try to find every, every thing they can against us. They're even making laws, illegal laws, just to try to catch us. But as we're yielded to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit says, don't say a word. Don't say a word. Because when we don't say a word... There's nothing that they can do. Amen. To purpose to, to pursue the purpose of God has given to us, we must continue in His love. How we act, how we respond, what we say. We must be open to the Holy Spirit for Him to speak to us and correct us. My lands, correct us. It's not putting anybody down, but we are in we are human beings. That ain't our main focal. That we and we do make mistakes, but we need the correction of the Holy Spirit when He says, "Stop, repent, take care of the situation." We do it and we go on. That is where the fruit is going to bear. Amen. Because there's meekness, there's temperance. We being sensitive to the Holy Spirit is a priority. It is a priority. That's what He's called us to do. Amen? We must be open to the Holy Spirit for Him to speak to us and correct us if we need to be corrected. If we respond or we say something wrong, we've got to be quick to repent and go and apologize if the apology is necessary. And what I'm saying about that, 
anything we do be led by the Holy Spirit. Because some things you may do that is not wrong. That don't actually have no... Because sometimes you will say, well, go apologize. Well, I didn't do it. Go apologize. That shows them that you're the bigger person. Even though it wasn't your fault, or even apologize for our, um, please forgive my bro- this person. Please, just, you know, sometimes apology is necessary. Sometimes it's not. The Holy Spirit will, de- the Holy Spirit will deal with us and tell us to do so. Love is a vital part of God's purpose, His plan for us. It is a command and not a request. It is a command and not a request. Amen? Wow. Boy, dude, we, the body of Christ needs to be reminded of that. No, I'm just, the whole body. The whole body. Because sometimes we can get out of line. Amen? Verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you shall, abi- you shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my, kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. What's the commandment? Whatever He tells us to do. Whatever He tells us to do. Love is a command. Joy is a command. Peace. The fruit of the Spirit. Whatever He tells us in His Word, whatever He says. If He says to go repent, go repent. Go ask someone to say, I'm sorry. That's a command. Whatever He says. Amen. And have kept my Father's commandment as abide in His love. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends if ye do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for, I, for all things that I have heard of my Father. Whatever he, the Father tells him, He has told us. Whatever the Holy Spirit has told of the, of the Father, it, get this, it, when the Holy Spirit ministers to you, it comes straight from the throne room of God. You take it to the bank. What he says, that's what's going to be done. He does not edit anything. Whatever the Holy Spirit tells us, it comes straight from the throne of God. And it must be done. Wow. Hallelujah. You are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I had. I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. He has chosen us to to pursue the purpose. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should bring, go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, He may give it to you. 
whenever He ministers something to you, you pray about it. Yes, direction. He will give it to you. We have to stay in line with what His Word says. And when we do, He will give us what we ask for. We, when we ask, we shall receive. When we seek, we shall find. When we knock, when we knock, we need to make sure that it's God's door we're knocking on. We got, by saying that, we've got to make sure that it's His will that we're asking about. That verse had me stumped for a long time. And I read an expositor's Bible, version of the Bible, and he said, making sure that it's God's door is that you're knocking on. Meaning, and that's when it clicked, making sure that it's the will of God before you ask. Because if it's not the will of God, it ain't going to happen. Plain and simple. Now whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, in Jesus' name, He may give it you. These things I command you, that ye love one another. God has already planned. He's given His love to us when we receive Jesus. He's a, is, when you buy something and it has a package deal, that package deal has all this certain stuff. Love. When, you, when we receive, receive Jesus, we received love. But we sometimes we got to store up that love. we got to say, I love them. I may not like what they do, but I love them. Confess it. Sometimes we got to convince ourselves. I love that person. My feelings may not be the great, but I love them. Because when you continue to love, you convince yourself, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit starts to work. And you allow Him, when we speak it, we allow Him to work. And allow that peace, that love to come in. Amen. God has already planned what He has for us to do. His purpose for us. What we've got to do Again, is seek Him, and He will show us what He has planned for us. We have individual purposes for our family, our home, our church, our business, and for everyday life. When we give our purpose to Him, when you don't think that your purpose or your everything's going like you think it ought to, we give it to Him. We give it to Him, and it's going to go. He says, "Do it like this." You do it. I'll be one. There's times that, you know, I think I need to do this. And I'm trying to think. And I'm searching. Wait. I'm searching. But guess what? I'm searching in the wrong places. I mean, we all, it's good to make extra money. Just to, There's times that I've, I've searched for, how can I make extra money? But, you know, then the Holy Spirit says, stop and do it my way. There's nothing wrong with making extra money. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes, everything that we want to do, we personally purpose to do, if we will rely on God, 
He will show us what He wants us to do. How to do it. And guess what? He knows that we're going to be faithful to to do our part. To tithe, to give, whatever. He knows that. But guess what? We've got to take that care and say, Here, Father, I give it to you. Just finish. Leave me where you'd have me to go. Because you can spend a lot of time, a long time, when all you had, we had to do, you say, Father, here it is. And what took you five years takes you two days because of Him. Amen? When we give our purpose to Him, lining it up with His and make change, make any changes with, that are necessary and receive the purpose He has prepared ahead of time for us, we will see a bigger and better purpose than we've ever thought we ever imagined. Let's pursue. Let's pursue the purpose God has for us. Let's pursue that. Last scripture, real quick. Jeremiah 29, 11, verse through 12. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil to give you an expected end. Verse 12. And I end with this verse. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. He will hear us. He will hear us. Let us purpose to do what He's planned for us to do. He's already told us. He's already planned for us to do it. What you're doing now has already been planned. So what we've got to do is quit trying to figure it out. He has already God, what we need to do in His hand. And what we got to do is say, Father, once again, here am I at your command. It'll be family, church, business. He wants us to rely on Him for everything. He's already got it planned out. Like, quit trying to figure something out that I've already got. I've got a plan. All you got to do is, here, say I will do it. And guess what? We will see bigger, better, beyond any comparison that we've ever imagined. You think what is a dream come true is a provision come to pass. In Jesus' name.